The Unorthodox Haven will cover a wide range of topics to offer unique perspectives pushing back on conventional wisdom. We hope to inspire self-discovery over emulation. We believe you should think outside the box, regardless of what it looks or sounds like to others. Here at Unorthodox Haven, there's no right or wrong answer, just your own unique perspective. Yeah, because I get decertified in the special field of what I do okay. if I go to... Again, you said... You know, hold on, hold on. Is it because of like I, a I clearance? Miss, hold on, I, miss, I missed it. I missed it. What you say again? Because I was doing that shit. Yeah, yeah. So being in my community, like, hey, it used to be very, very frowned upon, right? And mm-hmm. it's a cultural thing, right? In, yeah. in my community within the Air Force about going to seek help uh, when you need help, right? Because you could lose your certification. You could mm. get suspended. And you won't be able to fly or okay. be able to yeah. uh, work work shifts or do what you need to it, do. Is that the same? I mean, just for going to therapy, or are you saying like going to like a psychiatrist? Because it's different. It's no, different no, both. It's like both. both. Yeah, because okay. it's reportable. Yep. And they ask you what, hey, what you want to go talk about? Hey, do we need to suspend you? Oh, like okay. get, so if they think you too, if if you might be apt to be too, I, stressed I could lose my special pay and yeah. all the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on how long they plan on suspending me for, so it was kind of like a fine line. Now they're trying to get away from that, yeah. right? Uh, culturally, because uh, they they understand that people need to talk. To people. Yeah, people, yeah, motherfuckers, we go yeah, home exactly. and every, and and be outside looking in, look like they got the best life, and they sit down in the chair and blow their brains out. It, exactly. Don't tell nobody. Don't be no note. They be like, all right, baby, see you later. Pow. You but know? even that too, as well, it's the stress. Yeah, the stress it, yeah, levels, right? Yeah. And the stress affects your health at yeah. the end of the day. So if you want to make sure, like, hey, you are a healthy individual, it's going to take that mental. And physical all together, yeah. right? And and taking care of yourself to be able to, hey, I'm okay, you know, yeah. at the end of the day. But talking to somebody, yeah, I don't frown upon it myself. It just, hey, it's been culturally one of those yeah. things that we didn't do. So yeah, do you, yeah. but you know why though? Like what 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 about it? Cause I know for me, like I, me and you talked about it because what I what I know a therapist to be, I never had an example of a black person being a therapist. So right. whenever I heard the word like therapy, my whole mind frame would send me to think like. I'm about to sit in front of a white person that went to school. Man. Yeah. They read all these books and got taught what yeah. these colleges was, you know what I'm saying? Like I was, I already know what they about to I don't want their tools. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? And plus they don't they haven't walked my life. They don't know shit I've been through. Right. So they don't got nothing to offer me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't have a perspective of the shit I went to. Like the cognitive dissonance thing. Yeah. Like you're gonna give me some advice based on something that some you don't even you ain't never been through. Yeah, you ain't never been yeah. through or you you can you don't you can't even understand. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's but I mean, why that's I was the, like, it's, ah. it's important when you when you do finally when neither one of y'all finally go, even if you don't go for a long time, but it's 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 important to pick the therapist. You don't just take the first person because they're a therapist. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You find somebody, it got to be a cultural fit so you can feel like you're being understood. Cause if you're not being understood, even, I mean it could be a white person too sometimes. But if you feel like you're not understood and they're just like reciting, like you said, something that they learned, mm-hmm. and they did. They, you know, man, they giving you responses on case study and not off of like, okay, yeah, I've been there, I Word. understand that, or you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I need real life application right. for 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 me to make sense of it. You know what I'm saying. And yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if I feel like you ain't got the real life application to give me that those tools, then I be devaluing. She's like, I don't need to go to fucking therapy. But yeah, you think I, I feel the same way because even, I looked at therapy too because I tried the mas- marriage uh, counseling thing too as well. Mm-hmm. And I said, I give it a try for the benefit, you know, of other relationship. I want to yeah. make, make sure we, I did everything possible to, you know, yeah. to make this work. Yeah. And so we went through the counseling. Of course, the first one was like a white lady, right? Mm-hmm. And I really, I was just like, uh, I'm really not feeling this. It was mm-hmm. kind of one-sided. I felt like, and I was like, who is this person to tell me to give me advice? Right. Yeah. She don't know what a black home is like. She don't know yeah. the, the type of shit that, you know, I have to deal with as a black man. So why am I sitting here listening to her? So right. I didn't want to listen. I was, I was just, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, hell no. I yeah. don't want to do this no more. I'm not going back. And I didn't go back. Yeah. And then fast forward mm-hmm. another time, right? Hey, they, she found a black lady. Mm-hmm. Black lady was cool. She was more receptive, more open. So that lasted a little bit longer, right? Because mm-hmm. she was understanding. She didn't look at, you know, she looked at both sides of the what? story. She was able to hear me out and like, baby understand me a little bit more. Yeah. Because she understand my environment. She's okay. understand the culture a little bit more. She yeah. understand like, hey, the things that I'm dealing with and things that I'm going through. So that kind of worked out mm-hmm. uh, and it benefited the relationship for a little bit longer. But at the end of the day, I end up getting divorced, right? All right so Everybody me, know that. So let, let me <laughs> ask you a question. Work, so let me ask yeah. you a question though, because earlier B had mentioned that when he went to a couple's therapy that he didn't, it didn't work because of what? Would you say the reason why your couple's therapy didn't work? Probably yeah. a, few, a few different reasons. For one, not being open to certain things. But that takes me to like, 
what the conglomerate has stated, you know what I mean? Probably like bias is, is the first thing that comes to mind with that, right? Because we automatically assume the absence of complexion doesn't mean that they can afford us, you know, the opportunities that we, that we feel we, we need and deserve mm. because they didn't walk the same fine line in life that we had or share the same experiences in life. Yeah, well, well. However, another big word that was thrown out was also perspective. But if we're saying that, but we're excluding certain people of being dismissive, we, we want to hear what aligns with the ideologies as opposed to getting vast perspective from all the angles, right? Mm-hmm. So we are limiting, placing a limit on what we can utilize in order for that growth. And for me, like an uh, important part of growth, right, is the vast perspective. So we have to be open to everything, and which, which Goldie already stated, you know, attested to because he at least made the attempt, saw the counselor that he didn't think would fit the mold, but did we give absolute chance mm-hmm. to that individual, right? Were we completely open or did we shut off, you know, some of what was, like, you know, to be had? Do you think you, do you think you was like, when you went in there, did you really like, tell, no, what, what it was, the thing I think you said earlier, you said you didn't share all of your inner thoughts. That's what exactly. you had I suppressed a lot of it because yeah, of the open fear of... You ain't, exactly. you ain't open up fully either? I didn't open up. But I, I would say, let me do this. I was just going through the motion the first time okay. because I said, hey, maybe this is bigger than me Okay. at well, the end of the day. Maybe this is bigger than what I think. Yeah. Uh, and, and all those biases that I have in my head, right? Yeah. So I said, hey, let me give it a try. So I gave it a try, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I just was, I still was, you know, a little standoffish because mm-hmm. I was like, uh, I'm not really feeling this. I went in there with the wrong, you know, with the negative energy at yeah. the end of the day, right? right. Uh, with, with thinking that, hey, that I'm not, I don't do this. Like Anybody, everybody I, I hang out with, like yeah. you guys, I like they ain't doing no fucking counseling. They ain't right. doing no therapy. Yeah, really. My shit. uncle them didn't do therapy or grow up yeah, doing that right. shit. You know what, what I'm saying? Is, we yeah. just went to church. We prayed about it, and that was the end of right. it. Yeah, let it be. Yeah, well, I feel the reality <laughs> of it is though. Like, and I'm glad yeah, you shit. stated that because we'd be like, yo, this person ain't dealing with that, but they absolutely are. We just not being vocal yeah, about it. You know what I mean? Like we all yeah. dealing with the same struggles, mm-hmm. different lives. You know what I mean? So like around tucking that shit in, yeah, like, that shit in. and that male bravado, that 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 ego yeah. gets in the way of us taking the pathway toward the growth and the healing that's necessary think, because I'm allowing external factors to dictate what I'm gonna do and what I won't do for my own personal growth. Why you think we do that shit though? It's cultural for one. It's cultural. I mean, yeah, you already stated one of it, one of them is, is that it's cultural, like yeah. Depend on the family you grow up in, the environment you grow up in, and a lot mm-hmm. of other factors. And then you add social media into that, like it, it's a whole endless route in, into things that can take somebody from wanting to take measures to yeah. benefit themselves to talking themselves out of it. Because it's so easy to think in oh, the negative yeah. realm with things, right? And yeah. be like, yo, I could find 10, 15, 20 reasons why I shouldn't do this, right. but I won't even put effort into thinking about the one or two things that I could benefit from whatever step you right. may want to take. Toward healing or growth well, or whatever it may the, be. The fact of the matter is that therapy is that shit hard. Like especially like personal therapy, that shit hard because now you got to take that same criticism, but you got to look at it and be like, yo, like you know when you start to realize that all these things that you do to affect people in negative ways, that shit is just a reflection of how you really feel about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Say that again. Like things that you do to affect people negatively, mm-hmm. the like negative impact you have over lives by how you treat people or mm-hmm. actions that you take mm-hmm. is really about how you think about yourself negatively. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you really don't you do these things because you you think less of yourself than you actually know. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you walk around, I'm I'm a confident nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm I don't have I don't feel like like I don't feel like I got a lot of insecurities. Mm-hmm. But then if you start looking at certain shit and the way, the reason and the way you do things, you yeah, realize right. that those shits are really just your insecurities that real you're shit. suppressing. Yep. That shit is coming out in another way. Yeah, real you know shit. what I'm saying? Whether you cheat, whether you steal, mm-hmm. whether you know what I'm saying? Real like tough. It's just, it's the insecurities that you have that you don't address, that you push down so far, you mm-hmm. forget about them, mm-hmm. but them shits don't forget about you and them shits show up and you know what I'm saying? Later, later on in different yeah. ways. Yeah. Those, those are demons they used to tell us to go And to that's the term he just used, right? Cognitive. Uh, Cognitive dissonance. dissonance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What you just yep. explained. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's, but you know, but even to your point, when we was younger and, or especially, you know, grew up in the South, you know, that's that was the demons you going to pray away. You really going to pray to them insecurities that you're supposed to go and yeah. deal with. But you, you know what I'm saying? You get taught that if you just pray about it and you focus on it, and some it's, it's some truth to that. But also, you got to deal with yourself. Yeah, before it steps to that, yeah. right? At the end mm-hmm. of the day, it just yeah. hey. Of course, we we heard the term a lot growing up. Hey, uh, pray and forget, right? 
you really can't pray do and forget. It. Pray and forget about it, right? Yeah. Hey, say a prayer and then just let it go. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're going through something that really ain't yeah. the best advice, I would say yes, yeah. yes, pray about it, right? But you got to do things. You got to take steps to get preparation, preparation to get you to mm-hmm. where you want to yeah. be or what you need to do mm-hmm. to get over that that actual conflict or whatever you're dealing with. Yeah. You got to uh, address that shit. You got to address yeah. it. Well, which we, I think we mentioned that shit earlier, man. You got to like, for some reason, we don't address, like, we don't even, I, I, I mentioned something to be earlier saying like, uh, we don't even, especially black men, we don't even really know how to respond to shit because we don't even know what that shit is. Exactly. We, don't, we don't even address it to even unpack it to understand what it is to know how to deal with it. We were just like, this shit right here is bothering me. Fuck that shit. And just go do something else yeah. versus kind of figure out like, yo, why the fuck am I, why am I even, why I feel like this? Utilizing like, what, what's triggering me? Yeah. Why am I triggered? Why is this shit triggering me? What is this shit attached to? You know what I mean? Am I really that triggered or is it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is this really the remedy for what I really feeling going on? See, I be trying to be in touch with myself, right? So like, I really, when I do something, I don't, it ain't nothing. Me and you talk about shit pause. all the time too. We pause. Yeah. Super pause. But like, when me and you, when me and you be talking about shit, we be talking about like, I know, I, I, there's never anything I do where I be like, I don't know why I do that. I know exactly why I do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I might not say it out loud to everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I know why I'm doing this shit. Very you conscious of it, yeah. If, if you talking to yourself and you can tell yourself, it's, it's the people The people that scare me is the person who really don't know why they do it. And they really live in this world where they think that everybody else is doing something to them. Everybody out to get them. It ain't never me. Uh, you be in a thousand relationships, they don't never work out, and you like, man, it, well, it's because they did this and they did it, and well, never you, never look at him with it, never look at him with it. So it's got to hey, be all move factors. on, be happy, wealthy, healthy, and you sitting here sad, drinking uh, McDonald's coffee. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's it's hard though for some people. Cigarettes. It's hard for some it people is. to take their look in the mirror and see the reflection of themselves and think about who are you? What what am I to people? What do people think of me? Uh, and uh, that, that that last question, what do people? I don't think a lot of people ask themselves that shit. If they do, is they gloss over it. They are like you, you have like a real short thought on it, and then you just keep it moving. Because yeah. if you really thought about like yo, what the motherfuckers really think about me? And if yeah, you exactly. was, and if you really had that thought and really sat with it, if you out here being a piece of shit, letting motherfuckers down, just you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that shit would you should internalize that shit and hopefully change for the better. You know what I mean? Unless you just embrace that shit. We know people. I agree yeah, to I a, to a point because. I don't like the aspect of like, what does someone else think about me to make me value myself more or less, right? Not, like, not the value piece. Basically, to kind of give you an idea of, hey, what's your perception in your environment? Yeah, what are you Got putting you. out in the world? Yeah, exactly. Like, you if know, people you, are talking about you behind your back, what are they saying? You like, know what I'm saying? If you, I'm a trash ass dad, right, at the end of the day, I'm a shitty daddy, right? And I look in the mirror and be like, damn, am I really a good dad? And I ask myself that question. Right. Yeah, and yeah. everybody perceive me like, to, they kind of know, like, hold on, good dads. I got, okay, I, I know, I got a typical idea of what a good dad look like if mm-hmm. I know, right? And then I look at some other guys, I got a good idea. Then, of course, you know, the social norms and yeah. the, uh, TV and all the social media, like, hey, you see all the dad stuff going yeah. on, right? So you got a good concept of what a good dad is. And you look at yourself and be like, hey, shit, am I really a good dad? Right. And I'm setting, setting the right example. Of, and I'm, I do, so, yeah, I that, do like that. Go ahead. Not to the self it's, it's not piece. to play this, yeah. you know, not to play devil's advocate, but like I get that to a degree because some people are doing the best with what they have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so yeah. what truly defines a good father? Because so, go ahead. Right, so even when you're saying that, right? So mm-hmm. is it what you what you think you perceive and you put out, or is what the people that's receiving what you put out? Which one matters more? It should matter what they're receiving, in my personal opinion. Right? Yeah, because that, that's the only thing that matters. But there, there shouldn't be a, there's not a blueprint out there as to what that looks like, right? The societal so norm says that, there, that there's this, right? If we looked at the television version of, you know, this is what a good father looks like type thing, we're going to always try to match that. And anything you fall short of that, you're beating yourself up about or not if you're completely dismissive to it. What it should be is I need to do everything I can to benefit myself, to grow myself, have the mindset of the best person I can be for myself so I can in turn be the best person for someone else. Because before, again, looking outward, we got to look inward. Because I'm not, if I'm not the best version of myself, how can I be better for anybody else? How can I benefit them? Like, how can I do anything the, for anybody? The only but slippery slope with that shit is, is that you, a person can say, hey, I changed a whole lot. Mm. And in reality, they really ain't changed that yeah. much. And that, and that will allow you to escape two years down the line and yeah. kick the, just keep kicking I, I it. Think, like, you know what? I'm different than I was last year. So, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. move with a determined amount of confidence. That's but all it, you know, But I said that to say, because it's, it, it's a different angle you could look at it. Look at yourself, right? In right. a different light. 
at the end of the day. Hey, hey, that ain't to say, you know, in all be all, right? Yeah. On how people think about you or how they perceive you, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes you can ask that question, like, hey, am I really doing what I need to do yeah. right. at the end of the day and, and take a look at the mirror and, and, and do that reflection there, yeah. right? Hey, what are, what are some things I could do to better myself? Exactly what you said, internalize in myself, make myself a better person, and then so go ahead and put that energy out into the yeah. world, right? Yeah. I, so you look, I, I had a manager, um, this job I worked at, right? This real short lady, man. And she was so, she was so short it was scary. She had real little hands, and her hands like this big. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> For real. And she shook my hands with their them joints was sweaty. I was, it was nasty. Um, but so she would always focus on like uh, like in our job. You know, we we have uh, benchmarks we need to uh, reach as part of our job. So if we couldn't reach those, we had to come up with like an analysis of why we couldn't do it. But she would also. Even if the other person, if it was a manager, hiring manager, whatever, she would only focus on what you could do better. It don't because at the end of the day, and I, I kind of adopted that philosophy because you always have to ask yourself. She would always say, "I'm gonna ask you this, and only you can answer it. Have you done every single thing you could do to be successful at hitting your goal?" And the answer is always no. You could always do more. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? For sure. You can never, there, if you have exhausted all avenues, then you must have been at it for a really long time. You know what I'm saying? Because there's always new avenues coming up every day. 100%. So there's no way that you can always say that you have done your, and part of that is realizing that your best is different every single day. You don't have the same best. You can go in the gym one day and be, you know, you're having a good day and you're throwing mm-hmm. the weights around and you can come in another day and you can't put up half the amount you put up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Real it time. don't mean, it, it's so much perception based. The, the line moves so much. So she was right and she's wrong at the same time because you can never exhaust it. But also you have to realize that your best is going to be a, a different space every single day. There's yeah. no way that yeah. you can come in yeah. and, and have the same exact performance you can be top athlete in the world mm-hmm. you're not going to have the same exact performance every, single, every day. single time you show up yeah fact you're yeah. gonna have identical days you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and and it's great when you can string a bunch of those together but it's not always going to be and so you have to you know it's part of part of being men is uh a lot of times men don't stop and like forgive themselves for shortcomings we beat ourselves up about it silently and let that shit drag us down and then we push it down the side because all we know how to do when you have conflict is put your head down and keep pushing keep through. Push I, I'm, I'm famous for that, boy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. good at that. I'm, I'm good at just yeah. putting my head down and keep it moving. Yeah. But if you don't, yeah, if you don't address that shit, then it's just eventually, like, you know, even when, like I think a lot of times, you know, women always have these things where they're talking about like settling and all of this shit, right? Men settle more than women because men are simpler. You know what I'm saying? We need less things in order to be happy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If okay. I need peace, if I just need peace and quiet, yeah. I just need you to leave me alone for a little bit. Yeah. I don't have these vast, you know, types of emotions that I go yeah. through where I'm this level mad and then I'm this level quiet. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it might just be mad, quiet, happy, set. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot more simplistic than There's just like, this is mad, this is mad too. But sometimes this is mad and sad and ugly. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like, I don't know which one it is. And all fucking the time. crazy too yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. I'm just mad about absolutely nothing. And I don't want you to solve my problem. I want you to just let me be mad and then be care about me being mad. Yo. That, yo. <laughs> like, yo what am I supposed to do? Yo. But don't say nothing to me about caring. I just need to yo. look at your face and know that you want to ask me questions, but you can't. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, nah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I should blow. I'm just going about my day because you know most of the time, I mean, I don't, I can't speak with everybody, but when I wake up at the top of the morning, I prefer, I like, I kind of choose to be happy in the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what? shit could go bad and everything ain't always good, but I try to operate under the idea that everything gonna be all right. Work. Because I'm I, my my victory loves preparation. You know what I'm saying? I prepare myself for the next opportunity. I'm always looking. I keep my eyes open. I'm trying to make sure that I can move forward. I'm always thinking about, all right, what can I do to be better? All right, I've been sitting here mad long, man. Maybe do some fucking push-ups. Yo, I woke up this morning. Mm-hmm. I told you I try to hit my joints every morning. Yeah. I missed yesterday. So I woke up this morning and I was I was just sitting there bullshitting, trying to miss the second day. Yeah. Fuck up my consistency. But I'm like, nah. So I got down, had to do double ups, mm-hmm. you know, double up my push-up, you know right. what I'm saying? Make it harder for myself. When you call mm-hmm. me, that's what I was when you couldn't hear me. Yeah, yeah. I just finished. Oh, I finished okay. the last set. So Bad I was luck. like, yo, I gotta do something. All right, boom. 
I want to prioritize my health. I wake up in the morning, four something in the morning, and sometimes I think about a bill, or I think about, damn, man, I'm going to be... I'm going to be 50 when my daughter 12. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Want, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need to work out. I want to make sure that when she, you know what I'm saying, that yeah, I can always yeah. run around with nigga, her. Nigga, nigga, I can relate. Nigga, my son about to be one in uh, next month. How old are you? 42. See, I'll be, yeah. 40, I'll be 40 this year and my yeah. baby three. Damn, yeah, you got so a one-year-old. Yeah. You gonna have an eight-year-old at 50. Yeah, nigga, I, I, I gotta make, I gotta make, take care of myself, just like my brother said, yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, you gotta take care of yourself. Man, you wanna you stick around work, for these yeah. kids, oh, man. Yeah, Dexterity, yeah. man. I want, I want to see them all through there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I gotta make sure they taken care of too. So, I just take wanna care make of sure she's old enough to take care of herself while I leave this planet, man. And plus, yeah, listen, and, and leave, and leave a little bit of something, You know what I'm saying? Behind. You know, I was just about to say, man. Listen, I got 401k, man, and this nigga telling me if I keep investing by the 20 years from now, my he tell yeah. me how much money I'm gonna have. I'm like, word. Yeah, exactly. I want to see that shit, and I want her to be able to see that shit. But you know, those those come down to some of the things. You know, we just keep. If you don't never like, like shit like this is good because everybody can talk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of times, men be around other men, and then you know, you clam up. Everybody got those friends that they just when they start talking about feelings, they they stop because it's like they be like, oh nigga, am I gay? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they don't want to discuss that shit, it's, and it, you stop niggas from talking. I want to touch that. Heavily because oh. probably like <laughs> nah yeah of course <laughs> y'all got me other yeah I'm gonna touch that uh, topic shit. I'm gonna touch that topic because maybe maybe what a month ago D I sent you that video clip or, or the audio clip uh-huh. address it I titled it address it whoa, whoa, whoa. four different times I've heard address it right mm-hmm. and what I stating that I talked many times about when do we normalize getting to the point where men can sit at the table mm-hmm. and then to go deeper than that us as black men sit at the table and have these what once upon a time were uncomfortable conversations right. and at a comfortable you know, place and space have these conversations, candid discussion about things so that we can navigate our own issues and hardships we're dealing with, mm-hmm. put it out there on a the silver platter and we all navigate it together mm-hmm. so we can repair each other at the same time by putting ideas out there and you know, anything else that's beneficial towards that. Mm-hmm. And there's been a few different things that, that he was talking about that like, I align with and some things that I struggle with that I want to get to a point of like he he mentioned about he wakes up every morning in a happy place happy space right mm-hmm. it took me a long time and I'm still working you know in that avenue to get to to the end destination which is endless of getting to that point right mm-hmm. rather than waking up every day with worry which yeah. I think a lot of men do like anxiety is at an all time high depression is at an all time high For sure Anxiety plagued me, you know what I mean? Waking up every day expecting the worst, expecting something oh, yeah. Yeah. that's going to go to the left yeah. side, Shit, right? When you were first yeah. sergeant, right? So uh-huh. you had to be ready, it, right? I had to. Um, yeah, and I, dealing with everybody's issues, I never had a chance. I can't even say I never had a chance. I never gave myself the time right. and space to, to address my own internal like, issues, right? Yeah. yeah, do that later, do that later. But later, I said it on, on a shirt. They already knows I'm trying to do the clothing line, but I said it. Do it now because later becomes never. Yeah. Right? And so when I never address things, I just allowed it to compound, compound, compound. And then anger builds and, you know, frustrations build. Isolation becomes Mm -hmm. next and then what's next. And I'm scared of the what's next. You know what I mean? So, like, had to get to a point, have to get to a point of, like, all right, I need, where, where do I overcome? How do I overcome being in a state of anxiety and worry all the time, right? right? Mm-hmm. Because what that worry became was me doing self-sabotage. Yeah. Rather than me waiting on chaos to find me, I created chaos. Oh, yeah. So I didn't have to worry it. about hitting yeah. the point of being happy yeah. only to be let down, right? So like, I want to be happy, but I would never allow myself to get too happy because I didn't want something to right. come and, something and blow that up. Yeah. And crazy. now that low becomes lower. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, many men deal with that. Yeah. My personal opinion. That's my, yeah. my own oh, personal no, opinion. Well, but like, the same way. You don't want to get too high because yeah. you like, if I if I get too high and I start expecting this, yeah. then the bottom will fall out. We're going to be back down here because yeah. I wasn't always prepared for the bad shit to happen. Yeah. So it's like you're in a constant state of preparation for some shit that might not never yeah. come. Yeah. The only I, time it takes for it to come one yeah. time yeah. to validate it, yep. and then you ain't going to never stop doing that. Yeah, yeah. I, I ain't like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a little different. I just... And and I, maybe I, I've gotten to this point, but now I just be like, you know what? I know every, I know for a fact it's gonna be all right, no matter what the fuck happened. No matter if, even if I fall on my face, like I just know, like you know what? Yeah. That shit don't it don't matter. Like and then yeah. it it took a while for me to get there, but now like like I I've changed my why I need to be happy. Like because I literally cannot I will not let anything <clears throat> disrupt my peace or affect how right. I feel. I gotta like can't nothing control me but me. And so if I, if I wake up in the morning and I'm like, you know what, today gonna be a good day. It don't it don't matter what the fuck happened. Yeah, I'm gonna have a good day. I'm gonna have a good day. 
Yeah. I mean, if, if, if whatever is perceived to be bad, all that shit ain't bad. You know what I mean? That shit is just, it's just a thing. You yeah. know what I mean? And so that shit just allowed me to stay in this pot. Like, you know what? And then I start cutting negative motherfuckers off. I see, I'm you kinda, negative, I'm, I, complain I, I, too much, yeah. I can't even fuck with you. And yeah. I would tell you, I'd be like, yo, listen, yo, if you keep bringing me this negative energy, I'm such a, it, it affect, it's affecting me so much. Like, right, you're, you're not right, an empath, right. right? So it'll roll off of you. But I can't, I can't keep accepting this negative energy, yo. Right. Like if you mad, then I'd be like trying to figure out, like, damn, that's fucked up. And then I, you know, I'll internalize with you so I can like get on your level and and give you some good advice or try to give you, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that at the while you start realizing, like, yo, I don't want to be in that fucking space, yo. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, I would rather be in a positive space. So when people start bringing me the negative issues, like if we can't talk about a positive way to move forward with this. I can't consume too much of this negative energy. Yeah. And I got mm-hmm. real strict about that shit. And all that I did was like, yo, if you on that shit, yo, yeah. I'm going to chop you straight well, up. Well, see, look, that's what, I'm like a mutated version of that, right? Because I, I still want to have a good day. But I also, um, when I think of like now, like the way I think about like happiness specifically mm-hmm. is um, it, that shit more so deferred. Like my happiness is derived. You know, I love to see, you know, uh, I want I want my daughter to be happy. I want her to have... I look at the experiences I went through with my pops, and I want to do a lot of things he did, but I want to be the opposite on a lot of other shit because I wanted to have a different experience and a different relationship with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Me and my pops, you know, my, we, our shit was like rough for a long time. And still, I, until I started doing well on my own, that's when our shit got better. You know what I'm saying? I want her to have that experience all through life. Yeah. Her mom is tougher. You know what I'm saying? So I want her to always have somebody she can talk to. And mm-hmm. I, you, you got to open up that space from like young, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Real talk. I think every man is petrified of their daughter becoming like a loose woman that, you know what I'm saying? That we have run into multiple times in our lives. Yeah. And they all looking for like a father or some shit yeah, like that. Right. And yeah, you yeah. see it, that insecurity is written on their forehead. Yeah, yeah real this, talk. All you'd want is for your daughter to not be that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but knowing there's limitations on our output, That's though. Facts, I mean, you, you don't control what they're going to be, right? 100%. Yeah. But you can also set a standard of living for them yeah. that they're accustomed to or set a standard of a way that they expect to be treated by you. And whether they deviate from that when they get up, that's on them. But I'm saying, like, you can lay a foundation, foundation for them yeah. where they not, at the bare minimum, they're not going to look for something that you never gave them. In, yeah, a, right, in a man, right, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah, the bare yeah, yeah. You can at least do that. They're going to yeah, still be where they are. At least you give yep, them yep, expectations yep. at the right. bare minimum. They, they already know. Hey, man, that's just, that's just called putting them on game, man. At the yeah. end of the day, you got to speak game to them yeah. and let them know that, hey, this is how the world operates at the yeah. end of the day. And hey, y'all gotta have hey don't fall for that fucking okie doke because them niggas going to try you, right, at the end of the day. And this is what the okie doke look like. Your daddy going to tell you because I was I was that nigga there. That's what I want to have. That's what I want with her. I want to be able to do that openly and we be able to talk and she can be able to tell me about shit she going through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So she don't have to yep. hide it and that's all. That's I just want, That's the biggest thing. Whoever you are, that relationship. that's who you are. But don't, I want you to be able to be who you are around your father without, Yeah, yeah. you know, even if you can't do that shit around your mom. Yeah. yeah. The, when, when I went to Utah, when, the, you know, when I was going to Utah with the, uh, when the guy hired me out in Utah, yeah. his relationship with his daughter Taught me so much, dog. Because I went out there, and so our culture, when you when you're like a young age, you like eight, nine years old, there's certain kind of common courtesies you do with adults. You ain't out here cursing. You ain't out here, you know what I'm saying, mimicking no rap lyrics. So you, you know what I mean. There's yeah. A, you don't you don't interrupt adults when they speaking. Yeah, like kids shit do like, that shit today. I'd be like, I get so mad. But. Word. So so check though. So right. So I got I, I kind of got the same kind of shit right. So when I went out there, they didn't they didn't do that. He didn't have that relationship with his daughter. They had it where she could say dick jokes. She could, she had, she could curse. Whatever, whatever was on the table, he treated her like an adult, right? Like in certain spaces, like that, right? And at first, it was very like off putting to me. I was like, damn, like, because it was weird, you know? Because our culture is, is different. But what I, I, I started knowing him over a five year period, right? And I saw her grow up, and I saw their relationship mature. And what I saw when I, I realized that she wasn't afraid to bring him anything. Yeah. She was comfortable enough to no matter what she had going on, she come and talk to her dad about it. See, that's that's but that's the dog. That is exactly what I want. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I wanted to yo, listen, if you smoke and you smoking outside and I find out not not when you're underage, but I'm saying like you are you older and shit and you know what I'm saying? I, yo, if that's what you do, I I, I want to know at least. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I want yeah. let me put you on game. They've been smoking my whole life. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me tell you what not to do. Don't yeah, go smoking around yeah, a bunch yeah. of dudes. Don't be smoking no blunts that's yeah, already rolled up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Let me be able to 
You know, if yep. you're drinking, yo, don't leave your drink around, man. Make sure if you leave that drink there, All you right. get another one. If you don't have no money and you want to call, I will send you. Don't drink that shit. Yeah, you just wanted to make good decisions yeah, at the them, end Give of them day. an idea, yeah. man, because bad shit is going to happen. They're going to get into things. They're going to be mm-hmm. out in the street without you, but yep. at least be armed with the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to do it, yo, if somebody try to give you this, don't do that. Don't never do this. Yeah. I'm going to show you a family member. Oh, yeah, you want to smoke crack? Yo, listen. This nigga this smoke crack. Come look at him. I just did yeah. that in Atlanta. My daughter the other day, somebody was wandering across the street. I was like, look at that. Okay. A, a mental health, drugs, bad drugs. No no matter what, hey, what this brother done went through or what don't happen to him, I'm telling you, it was some drugs associated with it, right? Take a look at him and look yeah. at that example right there. And they was just quiet. Man. I was like, hey, don't be around people. Don't be trying to anything that they give you hookahs. Like, you got to yeah. know who your friends are. You got to really trust these folks. Don't take nothing from nobody. You don't leave the drink alone. All the th- same you stuff you just to. named out. I, I, I told her that stuff you, too. I you, tell my kids all the time always trust your gut. Yeah, always word. trust that first trust instant. Because yep. me, I feel like it's God telling you, hey, which is God is you. Yep. If, if y'all want to talk about right. that to his way, yeah. I think God is you because you that image. Hey, that you talking to yourself and you letting the. Yeah. And it's letting you know, right? Yeah, like yeah, this, ain't for, this ain't for yeah. you. This ain't and for come back to it's that been foundation. a lot of situations that I've been you in. You know you don't do that shit when you're around us. And exactly. you know that I would mm-hmm. be like, yo, that's a bad idea. And, and that feeling that you get in the stomach come from what I taught you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, we, and trust that. Yeah, yeah, and I, I never I, want my daughter to be with a, a grimy ass nigga too, like yeah, some, yeah. some dirty ass some nigga, so yeah. disrespectful ass nigga. The only nigga, way I know. combat that right there is just I control what I look like. And in mm-hmm. hopes that when she gets to a point of choosing a long-term mate, that how we commonly see with, with girls, they find an image or a, somebody that has some qualities of her father, whoever her father right. was. Yeah. If Indeed. her father was an abusive person, she probably going to land there in a, in a right. you know what I'm saying? She going to look at that and be like, this is love. She going to, that weird internalization, you know what I mean? She yeah. internalized that this is love. So yeah. I, I try to be like, listen, I need to be motherfucker that take care of yourself health wise. You know what I'm saying? And I when I pull up, I don't need to have a big ass belly. I don't need to be looking, you know what I'm saying? Because I want her to pull those things from me. Right. So when she go pick a mate, she look for somebody to fucking take care of herself. You know what I'm saying? Or at least have that, you know what I mean, that eating habit. She yeah, she, see, she hit with all that. I look at that shit like I we've talked about this all the time too. Like, but I when I look at that same kind of thing, like do what I want to show her along with being healthy, right? Mm-hmm. I also want her to know about, you know, I want her to have that hustle in her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that she not looking for somebody to take care of them? Is she not looking for, uh, uh, like, a, um, you know, she not looking for a mate to, to make all the decisions for her? Get that hustle in you. You know what I'm saying? Get well, she that, can survive on her yeah, own. Yeah, well, you can survive on your own and you can figure out a way to make a way. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can make something happen. You would always be thinking about ways to become better in some way. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, right. And always make sure that you're stable and you can take care of yourself. You know? Yeah, spark that creativity, the yeah. innovation within her. Right. Uh, be that spark, right? At yeah. the end of the day, like, it's it's a lot to going in and just yeah. trying to, you know, mold a human, right? At the end right. of the day, <laughs> mold your own human. What what yeah. what can I do better? You know, yeah. right. uh, you know, to have my daughter or, or, or my son grow up and, and, and be a better reflection of me. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then in the day, I, I I know I try my hardest to like instill like good things in them, good notes, good 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 little anything I could tell them or, or show them yeah. on a daily basis. If I mm-hmm. see something like I was at the gym uh, yesterday and I seen something, I be telling my daughter all the time. It said something. It said uh, talent means nothing without hard work. And I tell her that all the time. Like right. it's stuff like that. I just take to them and I just give it to them on a daily basis because right. I never know. You know, we not here forever. Yeah. And I want to make sure I just keep pouring and pouring and pouring right. as mm-hmm. much as I can into them yep. because I feel like I have to do it because on the on the backhand, like I didn't have that mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I want to be like, hey, that best version. I want to be somebody who's motivating and who could spark or spark the next president. Shit, right. I don't care. Like whatever I could spark whatever, into you yeah. to be a, a great citizen, yep. to be a great American. I don't care. I know some of us, like, hey, we have a, a anti-American, like, you know, mm-hmm. growing up in your neighborhoods or your environment, an anti-American, uh, you know, we don't feel like, hey, we belong, but I always yeah. try to instill that in hey, Even if I'm in the military, yeah. It has nothing to do with that, but I just try to hey be the best version of you, be the best, yeah, be the best that you citizen you could be. You, could your, be, yeah, yeah. you know, well, what you have. I think a lot of our motivations are mo- like are uh, tied to what we felt we lacked. Yeah, you know stuff we missed. We yeah, always we, try to do over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We overdo that shit. You know, but what I'm I think that's so true. We, yeah. but in overdoing it, sometimes so I want to be careful when she get older. That's why I want to have her the hustle in it, right? Because mm-hmm. I I still want to you know like um 
overly supporter, mm-hmm. but I also know that the things that we were lacking mm-hmm. has also put us in the positions that we're in now. And had we not lacked those, we may have been a completely different people. Yep, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I think about that too. What they say, they, they always say, oh, damn, what is, it was something to the effect of um, uh, people that go through the, the toughest struggles mm-hmm. make the weakest children. Because they spend their whole time overcompensating mm. for those struggles that they went through, so their kids, you know what I'm saying? They don't like have you, to go through you that. You see yeah. comedians, you see artists who like um, they're these artists are like uh, troubled artists, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when they finally make it and they blow up, they make millions of dollars and whatever, whatever, and they're super successful. Their kids become like drug addicts, and you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have these problems because they're so taken care of. That they never had to go through anything, you know what I'm saying? They they never went through that pressure to make a diamond. Mm. They, so when the pressure come on them, they don't know what to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, they they don't know how to handle it because they've never had they've never had to have conflict resolution. You have you ha- you have a mentor? You ever had a mentor? Oh yeah, most definitely, man. Like somebody uh, asked me that yesterday. Did you you ever had a mentor B? Oh yeah. But both y'all niggas, both y'all <laughs> name B. Yeah, that's why I was like, uh, you, you B, had one too, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, sure. you had, you had a mentor? Never. Me either. I add, yo. So, my, my so when you say mentor, hold on. When you say mentor, you, you saying a, a mentor from like, hey, growing up in the neighborhood, or me, mentor period. in your period. occupation, period. somebody who ever, even in like your, you know, your career, you have somebody yeah, that yeah. like mentored you and helped you come up to the next level. Yeah. So career wise, yeah, I had. Had a mentor, right? I, had, I got multiple mentors, right? Depending on what level you're trying to get to, because you always want to have a mentor. If, to me, mm-hmm. probably a peer, and then you probably have one have a mentor that somebody you kind of look up to or want right. or, or in a position that you want to be at, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they got to be open to it, right? It, it's a it's a two way yeah, communication. Two-way it thing. ain't one sided, okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't sure. you somebody don't come to you. Let me be your mentor. Yeah. No, you yeah, have yeah. to as an individual yeah. have to seek out someone to mentor yeah. you, right? And somebody who has taken an interest in your, like, pro- your exactly. progression, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And see if they yeah. receptive to it at the end I of the day and see if you're a match. It's yeah. like you got to, it's like dating, right? You got to yeah. find a match for a mentor at the end of the day. You got to jail. My perspective on mentor is different though because like, like, it's, it's hard for me to even think about finding a person that I look up to that I want them to help me. Same. You know what I'm saying? It's really hard for me to but do that. But it's about growth. If you value growth, then that's so, something you so, would do, right? All right, so check though. No, yeah. no, 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 not necessarily. And what I mean is that I do value growth, right? But I value the hard work that I got to put in because what I feel like nobody can take none of that shit away from me. Like if, and and and, and I, I know, like I'm, I think I'm self-aware to enough to know that I might be tripping when I think like that, you know you what are, I'm saying, to a degree. You are tripping, I tell you all the time, you're tripping. Yeah, <laughs> but but even still, it's, it's kind of like, I I just value the ride so much more that if someone came to me and be like, yo, I got you, dog. This, this is how you get up here. Like, for me, I'd be like, nah, I kind of want to make my own path. Like, I want to I want to figure well, out no, how to that, get up there that, myself. That ain't, that ain't a, a mentor. It's not giving you a path or giving yeah. you giving you something. He's, nah. he's giving you more so of knowledge yeah. that he's gained and through yeah. his situation. Now, you can that. make your own decision right. at the end of the day. And in some cases, maybe even access to opportunities because of their knowledge and where I'm they at. I'm right. I'm gonna tell you but what, he's not putting you in a position yeah. it's to... It's networking. Yeah. It's like but a network on exactly. a personal level. I'm going to tell you what my brain switches, though. Like the, My brain switches because whatever knowledge that you do got, right? Even if you, you're knowledgeable. Even if somebody come to me and be like, yo, how do you do this? Even if I did it before, I'm really cautious on telling them how I did it. And it's not because I don't want you to have the information. I do, but there's a, there are a million ways to do the same thing. And another way might work way better than the way that I do it. You know what I'm saying? So I think about that when the same thing when it comes to mentor. Like, even if you got the knowledge to help me get to wherever, I'd be looking at that knowledge and be like, that knowledge probably was two months old, six, six years old, five months, whatever the distance is. Like, it might not be that no more. For me, I gotta go put my feet in there, go fill it myself in order for me to. But if so somebody if somebody's giving you something, right, mm-hmm. then they're telling you a method that you can apply and make it your own. It's just like when I used to learn how to sell, they would give us a script, right? But the dude would tell me, "Hey, man, look at this script, memorize it, and then make up your own version." Yeah, for sure. Just hit, uh, just hit the major points, and we good. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? The same thing. Somebody giving you their script. They're not telling you you got to take all these steps to get to this point. But they're telling you, they're giving you a method that they may have used multiple times at work. If it ain't broke, you don't have to make something new. See, but I don't, See, have to, I don't define it as a mentor then. Because but, I, I feel like a mentor, like you said, like it's somebody that they're, is no, but I'm somewhere saying, that I want to go. They're up somewhere and they're telling you what worked to get them there. Mm-hmm. And probably what they've reproduced multiple times to stay in that position. I'm scared of that though. But see, you can't because I don't want to be like nobody else. But this is why you need. To we don't have to. But, look, but you don't have to. Me, we have the, the the one beautiful thing we have in life is freedom of choice. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like anybody feeding me anything, I take what I want. I dismiss the rest. Yeah, but like, me, I, I'm obsessed with discovery. Mm-hmm. Like I like that. That's what feeds me. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying discovering something new. That shit feeds my soul. But so see, on the other end of that I mean? shit is ego and pride too. Because I agree, you don't want. It, but that's part of why the central point why you should go to therapy. Boom! All the way back to the front of that. Shit. <laughs> now, look, look. Yo, the way I think about mentors, right? Because I always want a mentor. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not shy away from that shit because I understand the opening of the network and you know somebody. The like even like say you're in the military, right? And you know you're a high ranking. D told me you you up there. You know yeah, what I'm he, saying? He so you, he hides you can go. So you can speak to other people that have been where you're at for longer. And they open you up to the network. You know what I'm saying? Like even even from a standpoint of, oh, hey man, this is this is my guy. This is my guy Goldie. How you doing? Nice to meet you. you I, I, I can t- you. I can tell you like because <laughs> when I when I first got promoted, man, I'm, I'm gonna say this. Who are we putting this out to? Oh, it's gonna be on all the platforms. So be real. It's gonna be on Apple, Spotify. You might delete this part. Okay, no, yeah, 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 yeah. We gonna look. My homeboys, the they, was, they was like, "Hey, you, you the first real that made it." Yeah, <laughs> that's what they told me. Like young Airman said this to me. They was like, "You the first real that made it, man. We love this shit." I was like, "Okay, cool. I appreciate it." You know, but they said, a bunch of them said that. I was like, "Cool, appreciate it, man." You know, it was yeah. it was kind of weird, but then it was like, man. It's a maturity level there too as well. Cause right, I yeah. used to be in their shoes mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Nah, they looking fucking, at you. Fucking with these two right here. You know what I'm saying? Like I could be a great mentor to a lot of folks yeah, out there because yeah. I don't seen and did some of the dumb shit, right? Made right. some of the but dumb shit. It takes me away from like I think I think the way we whatever our individual mindsets look at as a mentor as right. obviously you have a different perspective of a mentor than I do. For sure. Because for me, it's less about somebody guiding me. You know what I mean? Taking me to, to the promised land. For me, a mentor is someone that's inspiring. Like, I look yeah. at it from the inspirational aspect right. of things. Like, I see you. I know your life lesson because through constant conversation, you've told me, you know, the rough patches in life, the hardships, the blockades, yeah, right ever present. Right. You told me everything you had to navigate across and you got to this point. So when you asked prior, you ever had a mentor? My very first mentor was then School teacher, William Logan, now Dr. William Logan, principal of his own high school, right? right? In the very same state that I'm currently living in. Mm. And to see where he was and what he overcame and where he's at now, like, it's more about the inspiration than, like, him guiding me. Yes, he gave me tools to add to the toolbox, told me a lot of things, you know what I mean? Everything to, like, prep me for what life may bring. Right. But it was less about that and more about, like, you never gave up. Like, what I pulled from every conversation I had was you never gave up when adversity, um, you know, brought brought itself to your face and to the forefront. Right. Found a way to channel around that. Found a way to, you know, dodge this, dive around that, keep it moving. Yeah. Never staying stagnant. Growth and comfort do not coexist. We all know that, right? Right. So what he taught me above everything is growth is endless. Always pursue that. Right. And so for me, that mentorship is growth, growth, growth. Yeah. What went to the left and right of that was peace. Myself, self-love, you know, all these right. other things grew off the branches of that, but that very foundation was growth. Right. Always chase growth. My, my poem I wrote, cited at my retirement, chase growth. I'm always in constant pursuit of that. It, it doesn't stop. It never right. ends. And if we ever feel like we achieved that, then we fell on ourselves because now you're allowing stag- stagnation to plague yeah, you. So always seek that. So like where I go with yeah. the mentorship is like, I don't, I don't look at it from like somebody that's got to point at me and tell me what to do, but more about yeah. don't give up on yourself. Well, and so, spoken. like, now my foundational well, piece, my ideology is embodied with that. Right. You know what I mean? See, look, I, I, I make people my mentors. They don't even know it. Yeah. You know what exactly. I'm I do I'm the same. Just, yeah. I'm going to just watch the shit you're doing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to keep... Just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm going to keep, keep coming like to you. Yeah. Yeah. If we have a conversation, I pick your brain about something, and I'm going to take... You know what I'm saying? What do you I'm going to take that yeah. up. Yo, I, I don't care who you are. I just come... You know what I'm saying? If, yeah. if you're somewhere that's public, and I just come see, I just come, like... People watch. Yeah, and you, you know said something important too. I think you alluded to this. Hey, they give you a different, different uh, perspective. 
yeah. on things. Like, hey, just advice. If you're seeking advice and you mm-hmm. want just a different perspective, yeah. well, have you thought about this? So have yeah. you, you a know, soundboard, man? Yeah. Bounce your ideas off yeah. of, man. You know, we yeah. we we mentor each other in a way, dog. Yeah, we bounce right. information off each other but, all yeah. the time and to for the betterment to give you a better way of thinking about for something sure. or readjust. You're right, you're right. Your, you're right. Your but people look to kind of look to me too because they don't understand a lot of the processes that yeah. the Air Force have too as well. So I'm able to explain that to them, right? right? I'm gonna say, hey, this is how the assignment process work. Hey, this is how the equal plus process yeah, work. Yeah. Hey, this is how the cross training process. So all work. that falls into so mentorship. People, yeah, they yeah. look up to me and they'd be like, "Okay, chief, I was thinking about this." Well, I'm, I'm telling you now, hey, it's a timeline associated with this. It's all these other nuances yeah. that you probably don't know about. Be a point of contact and a point of information where somebody can come and they feel comfortable. They can yeah. look at him and be like, "He knows what advice, he's talking about." Growth, advice, development, yeah. and that advice that. is beneficial yeah. to them. I think. I think the mentorship for me, what the thing that changes it is at the time. Like, so I think you can go to have somebody get information from. Yeah. I just I never defined that think as a mentor. You thinking I think of it like a good formal you. setting, like that's what you're thinking about, yeah. like a formal, like y'all call each other. We have a meeting every Thursday, and we're yeah, 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 yeah. Tell like, you, like, you tell like, me about your day, and I'm gonna tell you how to do better. I think I think it's that I'm there for the ride. I'm, I'm, I'm like yeah. I think I, I view a mentor as somebody that's there to like help you grow and watch you. It's the time that you put in with a person. Yeah, but I think information is not really that. That's somebody watching over you. That's that's a you don't you got you talking about almost damn like a parent. Yeah, got got your best interest. Not even it's that. just somebody it's just that time. got a, you know, it's somebody that, that hit you up and they'd be like, yo, man, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? What you got going on? Okay, mm-hmm. you stressed out about this? Mm-hmm. Okay, I've been through that. Talk to me about it. You know what I'm saying? Just somebody yeah. who got a personal but interest and they may be- they Consistently may, though, right? But that got to be, not, not so much consistently because the consistency really depends on you. It depends uh, how so much you reach. Nobody, everybody got a life at this stage. You know what I'm saying? Niggas is touching 40. Yo, nobody is going to always call. You might, I call, nigga, and just be like, how you living? Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But like somebody who may be in a position where you want to get to, like, mm-hmm. or at a level of business or at, like, say, photography, maybe at a level of photography that you're at mm-hmm. and something that you feel like you can gain from them, mm-hmm. their experience in any way, mm-hmm. they're living their life the same way as you. Mm-hmm. So if you're not consistently reaching out and building that bridge, it don't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You in the mentorship is you you reaching out to this person more than they're reaching out to you. And, and because you're looking, yeah. you you want you you appreciate their advice, you trust their advice, yeah. and you think that that shit is useful to you. And, and that's why I say I don't I never had a mentor. Because I, I think yeah. with the time, like over time, I think people come to me for information. I just never viewed that as me being you a mentor. You can mentor a lot of you know I've mentored yeah. a like lot. Like coming to get information from me is kinda like you just I'm just giving you some information, so, do what so, you will. So that, that leads into my question. I was gonna ask you, do you look at yourself as a mentor? Have you ever been a mentor? I don't like to think of myself as a mentor, no. But you be trying to mentor. But as a father, do you see yourself as a mentor? As a father, do I see myself as a mentor? I don't think so. I definitely do. You know, because I got. Absolutely. I don't think so. Like so. Absolutely. The reason. Absolutely does. So so the reason I say that is because like we talked about it earlier. I think I think like the word mentor. Our kids. (laughs) I think our our kids are going to be who they're going to be regardless, right? right? So, to me, mentoring someone, maybe I yes, well yes. Because then, if I by my own definition, I just said, yeah. it's by the well, time say, say it, then, say yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. if we remove your own personal, <laughs> yeah. personal definition and take the umbrella like of mentorship, up, absolutely. Hey yo, no, listen, hold on. On the so, side, yeah, so on. bring them in, like yo, come get in the podcast, yeah. and we'll offer you our services. Hey yo, look on the side note, right? I watched this joint the other day that one of the Latter Day Saints dude, uh-huh. he walked up to dude in New York, and he was like, uh, he said, uh, he said, um, do you want to get closer to the Lord? He said, yo, you want to get closer to the crib? He was like, uh, he's like, I don't know about that. He's like, same. He was like, I, he was like, I just want to know if you want to get closer to Jesus. And he was like, I just want to know if you want to get closer to the Crips. Like, do you want to yeah, be down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, I'm just trying to teach you about the Lord. He said, I'm just trying to teach you about Raymond and the Crips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want? To... <laughs> and the dude was like, Have a nice day. He said, You too, my brother. Like, <laughs> he realized he couldn't, he couldn't handle, he ain't no combat. No, today. he just asking, Do you want to get down too, man? Let's teach each other. <laughs> yeah, all right. shift, shift the conversation a little bit, yo. And uh, look at how when he come back in. Right. I wanted to ask, I asked you first, be. Yeah. Um, what does self-love look like? Shit, I'm still trying to figure that part out. I, w- I was actually waiting to get to that point because kind of goes back to the conversation you had about earlier as well about waking up happy with yourself. Like one of my biggest things was like the, the biggest, my biggest struggle in life, I think, honestly, is self-love, which I'm now navigating towards 
That's why I left my family and left everybody for six months when I went on the deployment so I could do like deep introspection yeah. because I never valued myself enough. It was always like external validation. I've okay. always wondered what other people thought about me. I was always trying, I'm a people pleaser, yeah, right? Yeah, well. Always been trying to do that. But I never valued myself enough. Whatever other people thought of me became what I was. And I had to do everything right. I could to meet the demands of what the expectations mm. I thought, not that they had, but the expectations I placed right. on myself that they had of me. Right. You um, think these so, people are waiting for you to check these boxes. And yeah. They, they don't even really care. They're yeah, cool at all. with you just being around. At all. At all. Yeah. That's it. And that's it. And that's it. And that's all. But like, yeah. and rather than leave it as simple as it is, we make it far more complex. Yeah. And so I, I did that. I'm a chronic overthinker. Mm. Chronic yeah. overthinker. Like, my mind is always moving. I hate idle time because yeah. in the idle time, I'm, I'm, I'm just in places, man. Dark places. Yeah, yeah. The light rarely shows itself, man. I'm yeah, in dark I mean. places a lot, but like I never took the time to like sit and assess myself because I always absorb other people's problems and I utilize that. I now know more than ever. I utilize other people's problems and seeking out other people that have problems so I can suppress my own mm-hmm. and not think about mm-hmm. them. Rather than thinking about my own, you know, my, my shit, right. my daily dealings, it was like, Oh, boom, you got this going on. Let me help you navigate that. Let me, let me be that solver, that helper, render assistance. Right. I'm pred- heavily predicated on rendered assistance, right. but I never assisted myself. So I'm trying to navigate to that place now where like I can learn to love myself like freely in a genuine manner, not like having to overthink. I shouldn't even have to think about it. It should be a natural thing, right? right. Yep. And so now that I, I know I have to think about how to take care of myself, how to be better for myself and all that, I already know it's not organic. Right. So I, how do I, my question for myself has been for a long time, how do I get to that point? And that's why conversations like what we're having today is important yeah. to me because it helps me to navigate and journey through where I need to get so that end destination looks like me loving myself the proper way and feeling right. like I'm a person worthy of being loved because that's been my biggest issue is, do I deserve love? Am I, am I a good person or am I not? Right. Is that a you question that you should even ask? Like, you know, is that a real question? It you, is a real question. You shouldn't have to it's, ask it, 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 it but- It's a real question yeah. when it's been put there. You know what I'm saying? That's- like you said, man, they probably come from a lot of shit you went through in your childhood, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. growing up, and then those experiences build and yeah. build and build, and you never take care of them, mm-hmm. and then you end up, and you'd be like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm so fucked up. How could anybody really even want to, like, how mm-hmm. could anybody even find, I don't, I don't even like me all the time. Yeah. How can somebody love me? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't even like myself every day. Growing up where, like, so... I won't say the heaviest of demands, but like heavy demands on me to produce or do, right? Yeah. And men commonly, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to quote Chris Rock, but Chris Rock said it. He said, men only loved on a condition oh, that yeah, they provide, condition. right? Yeah. He said, only women, children, and animals yeah. are, are loved, like, yeah. definitively. Fuck around and, and go me. flat broke, and then all of a sudden you get yeah, arguing you, with you, your girl every day. You disposable yeah, as everything. Yeah. So, now like, all of a sudden you're not, you're not useful anymore, or the thing yeah. that you like are mm-hmm. known for the most is no longer. You know that that's what you were bringing to the table, yeah. and then you're yeah, yeah. feeling like you don't yeah. have anything else. You can't, and you can't dial it back. Not even, a, yeah. not even a half a quarter inch or anything like that. You mm-hmm. dial it back. Oh, it ain't shit. You know what yeah. I mean? And that, and even if that's not the reality of it, you take about, it. That's, that's how you feel that way. Take it that way. It's seldom ever like so. that. You know, you, if, if, especially if you with somebody that loves you, even if you don't love yourself, they really. They don't care if you go flat broke, you know what I'm saying? They yeah. have a belief in you that you can be able to do yeah. better and they know that, you know what I'm saying? These are only yeah. as long as that lacking is not a consistent action, because like right. we all we all know as long again, as not turning to being complacent yeah. about not like, to go into the sexist yeah. thing, but woman, look at that. That consistency is important yeah. to them, right? Like, stop so like respecting you and shit. Now you're not stabi- you're not that you don't have mm-hmm. stability. Sometimes I dialed it back because probably for the wrong reason, but dialing it back to be like, yo, I'm bringing all this to the table and I'm not seeing appreciation for what right. I do, what I give, what I provide. Right. So let me dial it back to show you what's absent when I don't do that. Yeah. But then in turn, that doesn't work out either. Right. Mm-hmm. So then you put it back on the table, you still don't feel that appreciation. I think that's yeah. become one of the most important things to me is like, where's the appreciation? Mm-hmm. Where's the reciprocity? Because right. sometimes I don't feel that. I don't see it. It might be there, but I don't see it and I don't feel it. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm still trying to like understand and figure out like where's our supreme placement like where's the middle ground like am I am, is it supposed to be 100 and 100 because some people say oh 50 59 and some people say 100 100 if my 100 don't look like your 100 are we really matching because sometimes I feel like I'm overgiving and undertaking mm. sometimes I don't think right. that I'm getting what I should be in return for what I'm giving I hear, I hear the overthinking and yeah. The, yeah I hear yeah. the overanalyze yeah I feel you but I, I think a lot of times like to like Self-love got to be defined by what it is that makes you happy, right? Yeah. And uh, one thing, so when I went to therapy, uh, one thing that he used to ask me is like, uh, 
you know, so I'm talking about, you know, at the time, I'm super entrepreneurial, I'm trying to build something, right? I'm trying to build, 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 I'm reading all the books, I'm, I'm doing all this research, and that's all I'm talking about. And I'm talking about, I gotta get this bread. And he's like, well, what number is enough to make you happy? And I was like, nigga, ain't one. Yeah, at the end of the day, when I really thought yeah. about it, I was like, yo, it's not a number. Yeah. I don't have a number in my head where I'm gonna be like, oh, this I'm at, I'm at the goal. And he was like, well, how do you ever reach a goal if you don't have something in place to reach for? You just reaching to get to a point that is really uh, it's non-existent. Mm -hmm. It don't even exist yet because you ain't you can't verbalize what makes you know what I'm saying. Yeah, what, what's the end? But I, I agree. If you're I'm, trying to get there, what where is there? I don't think there's an absolute state of contentment. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you marriage yourself to a number or whatever it may yeah. be, if I said, for, for the sake of anything, 10, I right. want to get to 10. You know what I mean? 10 turns into something more. Yeah. You never really supremely achieve a state of contentment. You're always going to want something better or more because that becomes boring. It becomes old. It becomes stagnant. Right. It'll never be enough. Oh, yeah. No, man. Yeah, listen. When you get enough money that you can buy everything that you want and you don't have no yeah. bills, you, know, you have recurring bills and you don't have any debt. Yeah. Like, yo, during the pandemic, that was probably the best time for me business-wise. Yo, like, my credit score, I was, I'm still close to the eights, but I was in the eights. It's like 825. I, my my credit utilization was like 1%. You know what I'm saying? And I had a, I had a, a house that I bought as a rental property and, and some more shit. Had an Airbnb and pay for all that shit like this. I got a bunch of business credit cards, all the business credit and lines of credit. Yeah. And, I, yo, I, I found myself... Uh, so bored and like discontent because I can buy anything I want right now. Mm -hmm. Yo, I can spin this globe right now yeah. and, and close my eyes and point and to somewhere. There. And me and my girl, we can go right now. We can pack the shit. We can pay for however much that ticket is, and yeah. we can go there right now. And you just was like, but it was more so boring because I didn't have an end game. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I didn't have anything that I was pushing to build. I was even yo, I was. I was I was I was skinny as shit during the pandemic. Where? <laughs> yeah. I was working out every day. I'm talking about man. Listen, I wake up in the morning, do like a hundred push ups, go downstairs, start working, do like a hundred fifty push ups, go to the gym. Yo, know, I'm like I'm calisthenics. I'm doing pull ups and shit. I had before the pandemic, the most pull ups I ever did in my life was one at a time. Yo, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about one a day. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's, all, he's always the bodyguard. That's what you know. What man, I'm saying? I was doing. Man, I was. I was. I was doing. I could almost. I could almost do like the verticals. You know, where you hold on the bar and your body this way. Uh, listen, best shape of my uh, best shape of my life. Man, I'm all that shit. And I was just. I was just in the house, unhappy as a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying. And it's, I didn't have a goal. I won't. I, it's like the never ending pursuit. It causes the anxiety. Yep. So self-love, I think for me- I personally be, think because we're pursuing the wrong things, man. Yeah, like that's, that's It has to, to be what's intrinsically satisfying for us. And like we, I think we're chasing the wrong things. Like We're chasing numbers. We're chasing dollars. We're right. chasing everything. I, but I'm on that side, too. We're chasing everything except what's intrinsically gratifying Word. for us. See, I, I, like to, I like to think I do that. I like to think that I yes. chase what-, what like Because me and him have arguments all the time. When he, when we, we had the arguments about- Money and, and what money is, and having assets and shit to pass along, and I and I'm never like to me that should be making my brain break because I'm like I don't give a fuck about none of that, like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't care about having a property. I care about the lessons that my daughter pulled from me, the things that I can show her, that and how I spend my fucking time. Those are the things I really fucking care about. Well, and see, so I, I wrap those two up together as I can, yo. If I can show you mm -hmm. that I, I can get this property and I can build this. Mm -hmm. That we can have, you're gonna see the whole process on the way up. So when I'm going, mm -hmm. not only will you have assets that you can lean on, which will allow you to open up, yo, you may not wanna go to college. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The average person, if you don't go to college, you go and you get, uh, or you don't go to the military, mm -hmm. you go and you get a shitty job, they're yeah. working for a low amount of money, right? Mm -hmm. But if you can come into something that is a business and I can show you how to work it, you don't even have to run this business. Mm -hmm. But if you can understand like how money works, you understand that it's a tool and you understand that your whole life has been stable because of the work that I put in and those are the lessons that you teach. It ain't about the money. That stability is going to open up. Yo, if, I wanna go, if she want to go to college, mm -hmm. if she want to go... Fucking right. uh, jog across Europe, my nigga. Word. She can go and she got the resources to do it Word. and see the world. You see, a, let me the last thing. So white people, right? Mm -hmm. Not not to make it racial, but 
a lot of these people, y'all all been to Europe, right? Yeah. You be seeing these people, they're backpacking through Europe. They take a year off of school. They go and go see the world. They mm-hmm. go see the, the place that they, outside of the city they live, that there are different things on this planet to see. Yes. They come back with a different view of the world For and how sure. things work. And then they go to school. Mm-hmm. And now they're more productive when they go because they have a yes. goal. Other than where we are, where we are in our community, mm-hmm. we leave our community, we either go straight to college or we go straight to the military. Mm-hmm. If you go straight to college, college is lying to you your whole way through. They're going to give you housing. They give you meals. Nigga, you can just come in your room and turn the lights on 24 hours a day if you want to. Ain't no light bill coming. You yeah. know, and you get out of college. You owe these niggas a whole bunch of money. Then you go get a job, an entry-level job somewhere, and then you go home and you flick your fucking lights on all day and you get your electric bill and that shit $400 and your check was $1,200 and then after taxes it was nine yeah, and now yeah. you only got $800 yeah, left for your yeah, paycheck yeah. and you still got to pay everything. Yeah, and then you talk. realize that, damn. And, oh, and you got a roommate. Right. I got a telecommunications degree yeah, yeah, and yeah. that shit don't work nowhere out here. I get that. You know what I'm saying? I, I guess, you know what I mean? Like, like we mentioned earlier, though, what our kids pull from us, right? Like, you know, a lot of our actions are inspired by the things that we lacked. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so what I what I know is that if, you know, while every everything you said could be could absolutely turn out that way. But we also know that our kids usually don't go the way that we want to go. They, you know what I mean, they, okay. they, they need to forge their own path. So you doing this and having this idea of what, like, hey man, she just learned this and, and grasped this business. Like majority of the time as kids, we usually want to do the opposite thing or something different than our parents. It you know there are changes and anomalies in, of right. course, every case. But a lot, so I think about that. So when you say, like, oh, she can have these things and have these tools, like, most likely she's going to, like, walk the opposite way of that because that's what you've developed over these years and talked and she's seen you grow through it. She'd be like, you know what? I don't want to go through that. I've experienced it secondhand already. But, but I ain't I would there. say not necessarily because I think it's two sides to that. Like, from what, he, from what I got, what he was saying was you don't want your kid to start on zero. Sure. Like, Facts. like we did. I think a lot of us, if, or, or if, if you grew up zero. where I came from, you kind of started on zero, right? Because mm-hmm. you didn't have a, a foot in the door. You did have those opportunities. You didn't have that uh, financial backing. Uh, you didn't have any advantages to get you where you needed to go. Mm-hmm. With right. me, I just, my friend was taking a ride down to college. I hopped in the car with him and shoot, signed myself up for college. Like right. I would just happen to tag along with him, you yeah. know, yeah. uh, kind of to do my own thing. But I want to be able to take that ride with my daughter to a college and show her different things right. and show her HBCU mm-hmm. or show a big university or D1 the, school and a community college mm-hmm. and all the different stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And she could pick wherever she want to go, but I don't want her to start on zero like I did. Unorthodox Haven, Unorthodox Haven. 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 Unorthod